Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Innocence Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman, and this week I'm going to be sharing a podcast with you that I just heard between Steve Quayle and Mike Adams. You know, in the last podcast, I talked about how Israel was going to be facing judgment, and it's amazing how after I had said that, there are quite a few um, pretty much saying the same thing. Steve Quayle being one of them, how many are not seeing it for what it is. It's like, get behind, get behind Israel, get behind Israel, get behind Israel. Well, they're bombing churches with Christians in them. And on top of that, I challenge anyone to put on the live feed of RT, go to Rumble and find the live stream. And when you see children with their limbs blown off, you tell me that murder is okay. Because there's Christians over there, just like there is all over the Middle East. And this is what I said the last time. And there's a lot of this rah, 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 Israel does no wrong. In the end, God does save Israel. But like I said, Israel is going to be brought to its knees because many over there do not accept Jesus as their savior. They believe who he was, but yet they don't accept him. And so what can you do with an unrepentant nation and is setting up the object of desecration, object of desolation, whatever you want to call him, or the supposed man of peace who isn't going to be about peace at all. That's where this is all going. Brothers and sisters, I can't stand murder between anybody. Murder is wrong, period. So you can't sit there and say, well, I'm pro-life, I'm against this, I'm against that, and then you're standing there saying, yes, kill them all. And then on the other hand, we have everyone in the street for Palestine, protests in New York, everywhere else. And <laughs> be careful who you get behind. Because these people doing that don't even understand. These people are not their friends. Both sides are doing wrong, and this is being used, it's going to be used, to set up the persecution. I'm going to go on record saying that right here and right now. We need to be neutral, and we need to be praying. We need to be praying for these people, we need to be praying for our troops, we need to be getting our own lives right. Confessing our sins when we pray, staying in repentance. And I'm going to turn off comments on YouTube. Because you know what? I'm getting to the point. I really do not care for the stupid opinions that come out. One person came in and said, oh, you know, you're angry, blah, 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 blah. Your teachings are good, but you're angry. Yes, sister or brother. It's nice that you can come over and leave a comment when you can critique what I say. Remember what I said about the watching spirits? That's a good example of that right there. You know what? You should have righteous anger. And you shouldn't be confused about what righteous anger is. Maybe you should read more, more of your Bible and stop spending so much time in your sugar-coated church. Because when this shows up here, when it comes to this land, tell me how your pastor is going to react to that when he's been telling you all along you won't be here for it. We should be getting along. And like you're going to hear Steve Quayle say in this message, a house divided cannot stand. Satan cannot fight Satan. Jesus said that. And yet, how quickly we are to find the one thing we don't like, or we stand there and act like we're about love, but we don't care to even help the next person. My mother went into a church. I have a story. My mother went into a church. This is interesting. She just told me this a few days ago. And she said, I'd like to know more about how you witness to people. And this person she asked, who she had known for a while, acted like they didn't have time today to even talk to her. Oh, I've been witnessing for years. 
that's great. Why don't you then share it with who's asking you the question? See, this is what I'm talking about where people don't want to get their hands and their feet dirty. They don't want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Oh, you tell me not to sin? I don't love you. And by the way, you're angry on top of it. You betcha. Do I sound angry? You betcha. Because we're running out of time for this, guys. I don't know how you put it any more clearly. You know, now it's this, you know, you're essentially calling out the sin for what it is. You hate the garment stained by the sin. And you're called a legalist. Oh, you're pushing people away from Jesus. Oh, you need to show more love, love, love. Just tell people how much God loves them. Stop preaching hate. You're not very Christ-like. Stop judging everyone. You're being a stumbling block. Can you imagine if John the Baptist preached today to the lukewarm church? And what you don't realize is when you're scoffing at people telling you the truth, the various teachers out there, the various prophets and watchmen out there, you're persecuting Jesus whether you know it or not. And so if you fall into that camp, you better repent and repent quickly. Because this is getting very real. It's escalated since I did the podcast with many rounds. And this is not a pat on my back to say, oh, I'm doing right or I'm putting out the right information. It is not about, nah, 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 I told you so. No, it's not. What most of you don't know is I sit here sometimes in tears praying for these people upset that things are where they are and how many people don't even recognize what time it is and yet are still pretending everything's hunky-dory and, well, if I just stay quiet, everything will be okay. If it doesn't affect me, everything will be okay. As long as it's not showing up at my door, it'll be all right. How wrong you are. You should be in prayer and you should be caring about what's happening. You should be praying and you should be praying for others around you and all people in the family of Christ. Because right now, there's a lot of people in waiting. They're hurting. They're alone. There's people who are pretty much on the verge of losing everything. And this is happening in the Middle East, yes, but it's happening right here in our home country, guys. Where's the remorse and where is the care? Where is that love and mercy? You want to talk about love and mercy? Where is it in the body right now? Do we forget the scriptures of Paul? Do we forget what Jesus said? You see, we want love, love, love until it comes down to not hearing that we're doing the right thing. Then, of course, we get offended. The spirit of offense. Well, Jesus said, you know, as the lawlessness abounds, the love of many is going to wax cold. If we're already seeing that now, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like when Mad Max hits. Because I can already tell it's going to go into everybody but themselves situation. What we really need to be doing right now is reflecting on what's in our hearts and is the Lord really there? You cannot say that, oh yes, I'm saved and I have all this. It's not once saved, always saved. You can't say that you're saved and then you act nothing like the Lord at all. Does he see himself in you? That's a personal question you need to ask yourself. And so folks, that's my intro today. I'm going to play this podcast because Mike Adams at the end, he did give a permission for it to be reshared and... I just finished listening to it, and I'm like, Steve is right on in this, and I'm going to get on and share this. And so I'm glad that he said, you know, post this, share this wherever you can. Now, I don't know if this is going to make it up on YouTube with their little AI bots scanning everything, but it doesn't matter because I have previously said many times, follow in one other place, preferably another podcast platform. There's no reason you can't. But guys, I've been drawing in in prayer. That's why at the moment, I don't have another podcast for you. I'm working on a few things. I'm floating with a few ideas. But right now, I've been honestly searching and asking the Lord 
what's needed. And as soon as I get something, I'll have it up. And one more thing. I had thought about putting up the Halloween podcast, but I'll just tell you straight up. You should not be celebrating warlocks and witchcraft with everything else going on right now. If you're a Christian, you have no business celebrating Halloween. You have no business opening the wrong doors. Because if it has not become apparent that we're in a spiritual battle, I don't know what else to say that. You know, it's coming down to the wire now, guys, where we're going to be held responsible for what we do or what we don't do. And in fact, that's actually been the truth all along. We're going to give an account. So we need to remember that. And for those of you um, who are standing with me in support, you know, God bless you. I have received your letters. I have received your emails. I am going to respond to you. Just know that I've been drawing in a lot. I've been doing a lot of reflecting on where things are. And I've been trying to gauge and evaluate where the audience is and what they need. But I'm not going to get caught up in useless arguments. So if you have nothing but a useless comment for me, save it and go tell somebody who cares about it. Because I really don't. I don't have time for it. Because when war comes to this country, guess what? When there's no internet, your opinions, no one's going to care. They will not matter. And that's the hard truth that most people do not want to hear or listen to. And, you know, I don't know about some of you guys, but communications. They're starting to act up. This is why in the last podcast, many rounds had said you might want to consider downloading these shows. Because my internet, it goes down at least five, six times a day anymore. I thought at first it was my router because my router was old. But I bought a new one. Still doing it. Went on downdetector.com. Found out this is happening all over the country. And I've asked around. Glenda's been having problems with her internet. A few brothers and sisters I know have been having problems with dropouts and connection going down. You know, there comes a time where we're not able to get the content out anymore. I don't know when that's going to be. And suffice to say, it's interesting. NASA had something, what was it, two or three months ago, I think I saw, where they said that there's going to be a worldwide internet outage. Now, they're saying it could come from the sun, like a solar flare. But suffice to say, I believe it's this coming war because they're going to cut the comms and anything that survives, they're going to relaunch it under their new little AI system. And you'll be approved if you can get online or not based on your social credit score, if you're still alive. It's going to all be part of the B system they're trying to bring online through all of this. So I tell you again, do what you can to prepare, stay prayed up, stop fighting over dumb words, stop attacking others, ask the Lord what you can do in the remaining time that's left to get ready. Because we don't have time for the games right now, guys. I've talked about this time and again. All right, here's the show between Mike Adams and Steve Quell. Enjoy, guys. Welcome to today's interview on Brighton.com, an emergency interview with Steve Quayle over what's happening in the Middle East, of course, and the risk of escalation that could involve global warfare, nuclear weapons, and potentially the annihilation of Israel itself with uh, enormous implications on the destruction of Western Europe and the United States. This is exactly where we are today in 2023. Uh, welcome, Steve. It's an honor to have you on. You've done extraordinary work over your life. SteveQuail.com is your website. Welcome to the show today. 
Well, thank you, Mike. And we're going to just cover a lot of ground in an accelerated mode because everything is accelerating. All the world events are pointing to a crescendo that's going to build. And the United States no longer has the firepower. We no longer have any form of, in my opinion, moral superiority. We have no ability to fight China, to fight North Korea, to fight Iran, which is the revival of the Persian Empire, which destroyed the Medo-Persian Empire, destroyed Babylon. And I'm of the faith, uh, belief and faith that this United States is mystery Babylon or daughter of Babylon, and we are going to cease to exist. We do not have the capacity. We have no, we have no industry. Our ability to even produce more fissionable materials uh, we, we are buying it from Russia before we put the suicidal sanctimonious sanctions on Russia. And then all of the rare earths, and you know this, so many of the uh, necessities that go into pharmaceuticals for the people that need them, those are all blocked off now from China. So it's a perfect storm. We hear day after day of food recalls with no reference to any single uh, event, no listeria, no salmonella, no E. coli. And what's happened, you know, that I think people have got to understand, everything that we've been blessed with is being taken out. It's like that Jenga game, you know? How, yeah. what's the last piece of uh, uh, of the of the uh, wood that you pull out before it all collapses? So, so Steve, think, yep. no, uh, everything you say is right on, but I, I want to set the stage here for where we are right now and hey. then ask you about the, the, the chain, the dominoes of escalation, what happens next. So, so here we are, uh, Israel has not yet done its ground assault on Gaza, although we're told it's imminent. Israel has bombed numerous hospitals in Gaza, including it looks like the Al-Ali hospital that looks like an Israel airburst bomb. Uh, but the UN says they've bombed uh, 51 other times they've bombed hospitals in Gaza. So it's not, it's not like that's actually anything um, different from what Israel's doing. The uh, U.S. has two aircraft carriers and, and carrier groups in the Mediterranean Sea. Putin just said he has hypersonic Kinzhal missiles that are within range of those aircraft carriers. And as you know, Steve, those Kinzhal missiles can carry nuclear warheads. So the two aircraft carrier groups can be taken out in an instant by Russia right now, not to mention Hezbollah has all these rockets that can be fired to destroy Israel. And Iran is sitting there with its military might and its ballistic missiles potentially ready to strike as well. So, so that's where we are. What do you think happens next, Steve? Well, I think we're already seeing it. Hezbollah is becoming, uh, you know, it's being targeted. And Hezbollah, or some, that's the way most people pronounce it, is not uh, uh, the same thing as Hamas. Obviously, Iran uh, is going to come into this. They've already said they are. Uh, Russia has a joint uh, mutual defense agreement with both Syria and also Iran, as well as uh, Putin's statement. Mike, as you know, he said, if the U.S. comes into the war with the uh, uh, Israelis against Gaza, he said, we will assume, Russia will assume that's an attack against us. And so we're, we're it's not a hair trigger. It's like the cartoon where there's a where there's a guy and every gun in the uh, bad guys outlaw gang is pointed at their head. We do not have the ability to uh, yield our nuclear weapons uh, or and put them into play 
in under probably five to seven minutes. These are by guys who are telling me this in that world. But Russia's on a 90-second uh, to impact launch. So with a hypersonic, the Kinzhal, and I just I would just like to remind everybody, you can just also substitute the word kill all because that missile is unique. And and by the way, a lot of the distortions coming out, I, you never go and pick a fight with somebody when you know you're underarmed and you're absolutely going to be overpowered unless you're going to make it a sacrifice to literally Satan and kill off a quarter of a billion people in the United States because Russia is targeted. Did you happen to see, Mike, today, the story that they're running military exercises for a missile attack on D.C.? Did yes. you see that? Yes. Okay, now, Russia has told us, listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is fact, this isn't, you know, taking sight, it's just empirical fact that D.C. and New York are the first to go, okay? along with all of our deep underground military bases. And Mike, for all the years I've been on talk radio in the prep business and everything, trying to get people to understand that there is no civilian defense in the United States whatsoever. Right. When New York, and you know that, when New York was having, quote, nuclear uh, awareness week or whatever, they told everybody to go basically find a concrete building and huddle in a corner. Well, where do you uh, use the restroom facilities? There aren't any. Where do you eat? Well, there isn't anything. Where do you drink water? There isn't. So in essence, we are a nation of sitting ducks, soon to be dead ducks, in my opinion. So do you think that Iran has nuclear weapons right now? Because, of course, Obama gave them billions of dollars to restart their nuclear program. And then Biden gave them six billion more or at least released those funds as a prisoner swap which is only going to encourage more Americans being taken prisoner. But Iran has had a lot of technical expertise coming in, you know, from, I believe, North Korea over the years, for example. And we know North Korea has nuclear weapons. Do you think Iran has nuclear weapons, even if they can't be mounted on missiles? Do they have them in crude form where they could be put in a, a vehicle? They have it in advanced form. And some of Iran's interregional ballistic missiles have uh, nuclear warheads. And, and I want to make the in my opinion, based on the research and talking to people that were in that industry, as well as former gun runners and nuclear, uh, how should I say this, guys that would sell anything, including their country out. Oh, you're talking about the U.S. political system? No, I'm talking about, you know, independent arms dealers like uh, Victor Bout, for instance. And I'm not blaming him for anything. All I'm saying is, is that, yes, Iran has nuclear weapons. They have all of their centrifuges underground. They have some of the most advanced CNC machining in the world. They have plenty of oil and they have plenty of revenue to buy and acquire anything and everything. I remember the days when Saddam Hussein was first alive that he would, you know, when the whole discussion about Iraq, did they have nuclear weapons? And he just kind of smiled and held up a nuclear trigger, you know? Wow. And obviously the, the point that everyone's missing is Russia is absolutely in a treaty agreement with Iran. And that's, and I'll tell you what, I posted a story a number of years ago, almost a, uh, 20 years ago, Mike, where the seismometers were picking up a nuclear detonation in Iran. And I used to have that on my website on a computer that got hacked. I actually scanned it and put it in. And the whole issue was that, in essence, they were trying to dismiss it. Well, I want I talked to some people that went in the Wayback Machine and who are in certain, you know, 
uh, areas where they can check. And they said they have never seen a trail that of, of the detonations, plural, that have been covered up so well. The information is absolutely uh, being contained. So I think the only way that people are going to realize how advanced uh, Iran's nuclear program is, is when a few of them are starting to land in areas where they don't think that they should even exist. Good examples, Venezuela. The interregional ballistic missiles that Iran has already can take out pretty much everything, uh, you know, up to the mid, uh, mid states in the United States. So what happens, Mike, when everybody who has nuclear weapons decides we're not going to put up with this anymore? And by the way, biblically, God comes to the aid of, of Israel down the line, because when you have human beings making the statement that Palestinians are not human beings, or that sounds to me like Hitler when he said Jews are not human beings. Yeah, it's exactly the same genocide. Yeah, it, it's the same mindset. Yep. So, you know, this goes into my my formula. We, we've talked about that. I, India, V, Victor, N, November, uh, D, Delta, identify, vilify, nullify, destroy. And we are in that nullifying stage where everybody else is bad except us. But here's the deal. There is a secret government. It's not the guy that wanders around on stage or trips falling upstairs and trips falling downstairs and basically can't even follow the Easter bunny in the, uh, you know what, um, gardens at the White House. There is a plan to literally take apart the United States. We've got, what, four million and they are illegal immigrants. And I want everybody to understand the four, reason- Four million? Yes. You're talking about just in the last year, I think. Yes, yes, yeah. But I'm saying this, all the majority of fighting age men, and there are smart people out there that know exactly how many cell phones are in use, Mike, by the people coming across the border who are given cell phones, given a credit card with so much, or a debit card, so much credit, and then being able to direct them to the specific units that are already set up to receive them and hand out the weapons. I, right. I want to put, put, put everybody into context, or into uh, the understanding of context, during the abomination of desolation's rule, he made the statement that he was going to have a military equal to the U.S. military. There's nobody. He did say that, openness. but he said and, a civilian military. Yes, civilian. Equal. Corrected. Well, he didn't say from what country. So exactly, exactly. There's civilians so the, from outside the U.S. Yeah, it's strategic placement of weapons of war, and we are all in sight. Now, I'm on record. I'm, I'm going to say this a hundred times if I get the chance. Anybody that will talk about disarming you in face of what's going on that just took place in Israel, the slaughter, and that was the most uh, obvious breach of what happens, uh, or obvious example of what happens when you're unarmed, and the and the anybody in the United States, I don't care if they're congressmen, uh, woke folk, I don't care if it's U.S. military, uh, the Pentagon, G-O-N-E, uh, <laughs> anybody that will take your guns is an executioner, because remember this— Absolutely, Kamala Harris made the statement they want to get rid of 125 million Americans. That's not that's not make believe, and and most people don't 
even get it yet. They think as long as it doesn't bother them, as long as their door isn't being kicked in, as long as they don't have, uh, you know, an issue with anyone, everybody wants to be left alone. And I tell everybody, you will get your desire. But when you're left alone with that attitude, you end up being eternally alone. And I mean, people cannot understand the civil war that's coming in the United States already being generated. Look at the uh, 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 the people in the Capitol building. Uh, however many were there, those guys uh, that they broke the law. Do they go to jail for insurrection? I don't think so. Yeah, you're, you're so, talking about the the pro Palestine uh, yes. protesters just the other day. Yeah, isn't it amazing? They're not being charged like the J6 people. No, and so so the silence over the J6. I think that is, uh, I'll call it, America's deafening moment. Yeah. And not defining moment, but deafening. We right. have people, look, there are people in jail that you and I both know, uh, you know. Uh, and the point is, is that, I, I mean that in the sense of uh, ex-radio hosts, uh, you know, Joe Biggs, for example. I mean, these guys aren't insurrectionists. But the point is, is remember, anybody who's in the position of power has a right to de uh, uh, designate and denigrate anybody they want that doesn't agree with them. We are in the midst of a communist takeover and takedown, and we have the invasion armies already flooding through the borders, not just the uh, desert southwest. You know, They're coming from Canada also. So uh, uh, what I want people to understand is you can monitor cell phone signals. We found that out. Most of the people in jail from J6 were, were arrested on the basis of the geofence on their hell phone, okay? Right. And, and this is, imagine, Mike, imagine being able to have a flash mob, or in this case, specific units of, uh, of uh, uh, guerrillas uh, and already trained, and you turn them loose on America's infrastructure, on the, the water, gener water uh, distribution, uh, public water, obviously electricity, uh, poisoning the water, poisoning this, and absolutely causing mayhem to the point where what happens when there are no grocery stores in town because the last one basically got pillaged and there are no trucks coming in well, because it's unsafe. Here's the Steve, deal. Are yeah. in a civil war, soon to be in a nuclear world war. It's already in play. And I'm not talking years. I'm talking weeks. Wow. that That's a huge statement. And, and But you're describing the, the domestic repercussions of what's what's been happening you know mass migration but also in the middle east and i want to ask your comments on this where we have of course israel is there as a proxy nation to the us in order to assert control over energy it's about oil and natural gas i mean that's what it has always been about really at the core of it now opec nations could issue an embargo Iran could block the Strait of Hormuz and block exports of oil and natural gas. Any kind of blocking of energy exports would lead to, you know, oil at maybe $200, $300 a barrel. And then inflation would go insane on food and, and everything, all the goods and services, transportation, everything across the United States. And that would lead to more civil unrest, more crime, more shoplifting. I mean, retail outlets would just be ransacked across the cities. So this is all intertwined, is it not? Right, and, and, and we're talking on a global scale because again, Western Europe is toast. I mean, T-O-A-S-T. 
they're coming into winter. And uh, I'm telling you, there are secret deals being made between NATO nations. I don't know which ones and I don't know the details with Russia because, you know, they're not going to buy uh, American uh, uh, liquid natural gas when they can get it uh, at a fifth of the price from Russia the minute they drop their sanctions. Exactly. And and so, so you know, Henry Kissinger's famous words, with nations, uh, with oil, we control nations, with food, we control people. And then the famous uh, spokeswoman for the UN with controlling the food, her arrogance, we decide who lives and who dies. Well, yeah. she should have just waited another maybe two breaths and said, and with our vaccination, we'll make sure there are less mouths to feed. And I think that's the issue that people have got to come to grips with. There is, look at Texas, okay? You live in Texas, you know. Uh, I mean, three of my best friends live in Texas, you know? And and the thing is, is that we're now watching Governor Abbott act as kind of a, I guess, a serving dish, bringing, you know, bussing the immigrants here, bussing them there. But Mike, that's strategic positioning of potential adversaries that can do no good, only harm. And so in essence, what good does it do to have the National Guard on the border when they're telling independent reporters, do you know what off and uh, blocking their access? And, and, and why would anybody who wants to secure borders be an enemy of the left? Well, it's obvious because the left is taking over and taking down the United States of America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I want to bring your attention to this. The U.S. State Department has just issued a worldwide travel advisory for all Americans everywhere. Uh, I've got it on my screen here. Worldwide caution issued October 19th. And it talks about the potential for terrorist attacks, demonstrations, or violent actions against U.S. citizens and interests. Now, this is happening precisely because the U.S. is supporting Israel in its genocidal bombing of the Palestinian civilians. And, and also, before you respond to that, Steve, let me mention, this interview is sponsored today by BeReady123.com. I just want to throw this in here now before we yes. forget to do it, but... Uh, be ready, one, two, three, you know, back up solar generators, solar panels. When the grid goes down, you will have a means to run blenders or charge flashlights or communications devices or your satellite phones, for example, at sat123.com. But this is be ready123.com. EcoFlow devices, I own many of these, and I've used them extensively even during power outages in uh, Texas. I've used these, and they work and they can keep you online for some duration. So check it out at BeReady123.com and, and literally be ready for what's coming because it's about to get incredibly ugly. So Steve, your uh, reaction on the, uh, the State Department issuing its travel advisory and the, the harm that could come to Americans everywhere. Well, first of all, because of the, uh, we stand behind Israel's statement in anything they do, that basically was a middle finger um, ambassadorial am, ambassadorial statement with emphasis on the bastard. We flipped off the rest of the world. And, you know, Egypt warned, warned Israel three days before this happened. Egypt's a very, very, um, they've got good intelligence. It's amazing that it seems like the only people that didn't have intelligence are the people in the world known for their best intelligence, Israel, Mossad. That was an intentional stand down. Mike, I had boots on the ground there, people that are, are listeners of mine and listeners of yours, telling me exactly how it went down. 
and and there was nobody. Every protocol for securing the Israeli Gaza border, every protocol was backed away, taken offline. And remember, Israel's got some of the most sophisticated electronic surveillance systems in the world, in the world. And yet they also have places where if there's any dead spots in their electronic surveillance of the border, they have tanks, they have human intelligence, they have spotters, they have snipers. Where were all those? This is a catastrophic failure on purpose. And I'm telling you, I just, I think on the front of Drudge about an hour ago, Mike, there was a story that people are, uh, forgive me, but this is what they're, they're becoming furious at Benjamin Netanyahu. And look, it's not a question of politics, but it's going to be pretty tough to explain, you know, babies and people being blown up on both sides. And and again, where where are the voices for peace. God bless Gerald Salente. And and I mean, seriously, you know, blessed are the peacemakers, not the war makers. And, and so now we're watching, we're watching an intentional provocation that's only going to spread. Obviously, Israel is bombing Hezbollah and Lebanon now on the border. What happens? The trigger point? What happens when the ground war starts with all of the armor, artillery, and the how do I say this? In essence, anything goes. Well, that's a violation of the Geneva Protocols. And it's interesting because Russia is, and, and look, you guys, Russia and other nations are saying, but we signed your treaties. And we're, meaning the U.S., and, and we, the U.S., are breaking them, all protocol, all treaties. And now it's a free-for-all. And it, how it ends for all is in a massive amount, a loss of human lives, both in the Middle East, in the United States, because the United States can no longer say, well, we'll just sit and watch the NFL game, not NFL, NFL, and, and expect everything to escape us. You make a really important point there, that when Israel violates the Geneva Conventions, clearly, in, in their bombing of hospitals, bombing of water treatment plants, bombing of residential uh, neighborhoods, just destroying you know, 60,000 residential units have been damaged or destroyed, uh, 11 mosques bombed, 51 bombings of hospitals, and it goes on and on. Clearly war crimes. No question about it, if you're honest. With Israel doing that to Palestine, what do you suppose Hezbollah is going to do to Israel or Iran is going to do to Israel or the Iranian militias in Syria or, frankly, at some point, the Russians? I mean. Isn't Israel actually sort of announcing, even inviting its enemies to treat Israel the way that Israel is treating Palestine? Well, they're going to they're going to reap what they sow. And first of all, of all the Israeli throw weight and obviously the amount of nuclear weapons at the Dimona production facilities, uh, remember, I forget the name of the guy that went to prison because he broke the news that, gee, Israel really has nuclear weapons, you know, I think it was a guy by the name of Vanunu. And, uh, you know, Vanunu knew exactly what was going on. And, and what's going to happen, Mike, is this. Nations that are not known to possess nuclear weapons will now bring them out and they will use them. And Israel, if you look at, quote, the physical boundaries, and by the way, that is not the promised land that God gave in the Old Testament as the boundaries for the promised land. And the whole history of that, I don't want to get into it, but the point that I think we have to understand is that is a springboard 
to chaos and mayhem throughout all of Europe. We watch Paris burning. We're watching those who come one, come all, you're welcome here, until you're Eric Adams and you go down to uh, Mexico and Latin America going, hey, you guys, we can't take any more. The hotel industry in, in, uh, in New York, for instance, is just is awash with federal money putting the illegal immigrants into five-star hotels, and then they just tear them apart. And meanwhile, we've got American veterans on the streets. This is the most, yep. uh, this is disambiguate, what is the word? This is the most uh, 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 blown up uh, psychosis. I, I think we live in the psychosphere, okay? <laughs> That's for sure. Y-C-H-O sphere. That's where we live now in the United States. What do you the think, what, in, in your view, what are the chances that Israel actually does not survive all of this that they're setting into motion? Because as I've mentioned before, Israel is surrounded by a sea of Arabs. Israel's recent actions of war crimes in Gaza have united the Arab world against Israel in ways that were never possible. You have the Saudis and Iranians on the same page now opposed to Israel. The, the, you know, all the different factions and Hezbollah has as I understand it, at least 150,000 rockets. It might be a lot more. You probably know better numbers. But all of those rockets can reach Tel Aviv. Well, and by the way, Tel Aviv is flooding now. It's kind of funny because Jesus said, just as in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man, meaning the second coming of Jesus. We're not there yet, but Tel Aviv is flooding. And it was the Iranian, um, I forget which Iranian uh, spokesperson said, when we go for Tel Aviv, we will rain 15,000 missiles down on them. Look, the Iron Dome that uh, Israel is so proud of, it cannot it's handle— It's a joke. Yeah, it is a joke. And and the United States has no anti-missile system worth its weight in uh, missiles, uh, worth its weight in what it costs. The Patriot system? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, yeah, I mean, We saw so, that in Ukraine. The Patriot yeah, missile yeah, system yeah, is, yeah, a, is a joke. They put a uh, an embargo on any pictures of the Patriot, and then they said Russia. Uh, we lost or Russia lost six uh, Kinzhal missiles. No, they didn't. You know, here's the thing: it's everything is a lie, and this is the problem. This is why they hate what you do, what I do, what Alex does, what Doug Hagman does. Uh, all of us who are on alternative uh, podcasting and news, they hate us so that the European Union is trying to get laws passed that if they don't like. Steve Quayle in Montana or Mike Adams in Texas, they can take us down by filing some stupid uh, writ of, uh, you know, uh, writ against us and claiming that we're fake news. Well, the biggest batch of liars and the sewage of, the, you know, the mainstream accessory. And by the way, mainstream uh, media is nothing more than ATGers, okay? That's a, 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 a accessories to genocide, okay? Mm. Because they're not telling you the truth. And, and Mike, we only get to see, unless we have access to others, and see, they can't have the truth at any cost. I'm telling you what, I expect blowback on Netanyahu a big, big way. It's not a threat. His own people, when they start asking the right questions, where was our military? Where was our electronic service? Uh, electronic surveillance systems. Where were our brigades? Where were our platoons? Where was Mossad, you know? Yeah, and, and what about when IDF soldiers start dying by the thousands in Gaza 
In yep. fact, I want. Do you have any intelligence on the so-called super bombs that have uh, reportedly been planted? You know, in in the pathways. You know, uh, how incredibly dangerous it is as an attacker to assault an area where the the enemy, from Israel's point of view, the enemy has held that terrain for decades, and they have engineered that terrain to be a death trap for Israeli soldiers. I mean, the 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 casualties that. Israel is going to experience, even if it's just limited to Gaza, are going to be mind-blowing. Would you well, agree? It's gonna, yeah, it, it's going to seem to the world that Israel is uh, a, a feat accomplished, a fait accompli. The, the bottom line is, though, the, and I'm going to say this, the Bible tells us that it's going to look like they're, you know, they're just, there is no more Israel and God's going to intervene. But you've got people fighting. Is this Ezekiel 38, 39 war, which I believe it is? Is it the Psalm 83 war? Well, all these wars end up with one common denominator. A lot of innocent people are murdered. And in this case, what you're talking about is I call the ant farm mentality in Gaza. There are so many underground tunnels. There are so many labyrinth-like uh, uh, weapons positioning. And, and I think one uh, part of the discussion that no one's talking about is the neutron bomb. The neutron bomb is what kills by intense neutron bombardment. It doesn't have huge heat like a fisherman uh, bomb, like an atom bomb, or a thermonuclear device like a hydrogen bomb. And the, the neutron bombs are absolutely, in my opinion, going to be the unknown variable because People really? die, animals die, but guess what? Buildings stay intact, infrastructure stays intact, and most, uh, how do I say this, pundits in the world of vomit brokering, mainstream accessory to genocide prescience, okay, don't absolutely even understand the basis of, you know, white, why white phosphorus. That's against the Geneva Convention. Yeah, and but, but who are you saying has neutron bombs? I think that they're going to be introduced into the Middle East because China has them, uh, Russia has them, the United States has them, and China is selling stuff on the black market. And I, I guarantee you, you've never heard that, correct? Is that a fair assumption on my part? I've never heard that China's selling it on the black market? No, I, no, no, that neutron bomb is going to be used in the situation. Oh, okay. No, I had not heard that neutron bombs would be used, but I, I do know that many groups have access to nuclear material. And I've been even wondering if somebody's planted a nuke under the Mediterranean Sea, waiting for the aircraft carriers to arrive, and then they detonate. Well, yeah, now that's good. That's good. Um, how do I say this? That's good conjecture. But how did Russia handle that? Number one, Russia said, our Poseidon nuclear torpedoes can be placed under the entire, uh, detonated under the entire carrier group, okay? Exactly. Now, and, and that's what you're talking about. Iran said the other day, and, and I'll say this basic language, your aircraft carriers don't, you know, bother us. Uh, they have anti-ship missiles right. that, you know, that basically there's no way to stop them. It doesn't matter what the aircraft carriers do. So uh, the psychology in the psychosphere of all these people that think America's got its aircraft carriers, we're going to go over there and kick butt. I don't think so. I think Americans don't realize the military's placement is to ultimately destroy the military, U.S. military, by the people in our government that already destroyed the morale, by the people that 
uh, wouldn't uh, admit that, hey, there are really hypersonic missiles that denied there were Poseidon nuclear. And by the way, Mike, the whole uh, uh, up until Russia showed and demonstrated the Kinzhal missile, you know, it was the uh, statement in the Pentagon, which is soon to be totally gone, not a threat, just a statement that, you know, they didn't exist. Same thing with a Poseidon. And now the situation is, and this is an actual statement I read, someone sent it to me. Steve, Russia and all the countries have portable intercontinental ballistic missile launchers. You see them, the big track vehicles. North Korea parades them, China parades them, U.S. parades them. Mike, this is a statement coming, a tribute. I don't know who said it, in the Defense Department. Well, we have our portable silos. Portable silos? Well, yeah, what? There is, there, there, see, that's a psychosphere. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a psychosphere. And I'm not making that up. Look, this isn't a stand-up comedy routine. The bottom line is this is pleading with people to understand the lateness of the hour. Like, for instance, the lion over my left shoulder, maybe screen right shoulder, but it's 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 absolutely time for people to roar against this madness. And and this is the thing, because I warned, and we were on your show, you know, six, eight months ago, talking about the draft being reinstituted. Yeah. And and it's going to come to pass if if it lasts that long. I personally don't think it's going to go on in this realm because I think Israel's already said we're now this is what everybody's got to understand. Those who did not admit the Israelis to having nuclear weapons said we're going to nuke Tehran. We're going to nuke Damascus. People quote the Isaiah's passage Isaiah 17 that that uh, Damascus has become a ruinous heap right that they're going to use their tactical nuclear weapons which they now are admitting they're going to use that in southern Lebanon and in Gaza well there's a unique prophecy in Zephaniah not Zechariah Zephaniah uh, I think it's Zephaniah 2 the fourth verse that talks about Gaza being made desolate okay and that's that is a wilderness. And so the minute the first nuke goes off, no one is going to need Mike Adams, Steve Quayle, Alex, or anybody to tell them, hey, you guys, this is the official start of World War Three. Can you minute, imagine like yeah. where gold goes on that day? You know, the price of gold the day after the first nukes go off in the Middle East. I, I just can't even. Well, it, it'll be it'll be what? Unobtainium. Uh, Unobtainium. And let me tell everybody what's going on in the gold market and the silver market. The silver market is the most controlled commodity. And I'm saying this, the most controlled market in the world. If you're stealing literally hundreds of billions, going into trillions of dollars from commodity traders over the course of the last 30, 40 years, you don't care if you get hit with a billion dollar fine. Gold now as is all of the uh, banks, the Commercial banks and people who are issuing paper gold, which are called ETFs, exchange-traded funds, they're selling paper gold at a discount, promising to pay in the future, Mike. And there's no promise. There's no gold. All there is is a piece of paper that says you own Mike Adams. And this this doesn't apply to you. Let me make sure there's nothing there. Yeah, you own uh, you know a hundred ounces of gold, and basically it's not worth the paper it's printed on, that those who are selling the paper gold, by the way, it's in the trillions of dollars, 
that actually took my breath away. Yeah, I know how much you can go on the American Gold Council. You can find out how much gold is mined. And by the way, China has the largest gold deposits in the world in their central banks. I just saw some dumb uh, hyena and jackals trying to say, well, they only have 1,890 tons. It's believed that China has. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like China tens of thousands of tons. Yeah, 40,000. OK. And and ladies and gentlemen, the the idea of that uh, paper, you know, it's like that kid's game. What's it called? Rock, paper, scissors or whatever. Yeah. It paper gold. No one's going to take that. So well, there, there's a, Steve, there's a whole new game being played. It's called rock, paper, scissors, nuke. Yes. Like there you go. that's what's be, uh, about to be played. And there's no game. And so many people are, are going to die. Now, Steve, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what do you think about Janet Yellen saying that, oh, we can afford a two front war. No problem. And essentially, we'll just print more currency. We can fight Russia and we can support Israel and fight all the Arabs, I guess. And then what's next? Fight China also. We just keep well, printing, printing, printing. This is insanity. Well, you know, I would call that lobotomized logic, okay? And and it is, it's truly lobotomized logic. Janet Yellen knows how many people are showing up at the treasury uh, window, and it's not public, Mike, demanding something other than more T-bills, bonds, notes, even with higher interest rates. What happens when the BRIC nations get furiously upset and all show up at the Fed window saying, we do not want more debt. Well, at some point, the United States will be uh, forced to declare a force majeure event. And that means to repudiate the U.S. dollar. <laughs> wow, so, a, a total default on U.S. debt. Total, total default. And that's what the BRICS nations have, are openly talking about. When we talked about Operation Sandman, you know, I mean, I got that information. I shared it with you almost the same time. I got it within, you know, hours, I think it was, or no later than a day. And it was because Sandman, the Arabs, were going to pull the plug on their oil flow to the West. They don't need more promise, promissory IOUs. Right. And what, what President Putin did is establish a global, va uh, global base of value. That's a just measure in God's eyes. Paper gold is an unjust measure. Real gold, real gold is, is real money. So do, do you, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I, those are the Vilcambi, or is that what yeah, it's called? Vilcambi? Yep. Um, you know, we got these, and I'm telling people, with with the oil embargo, all gold has to be shipped by basically only three ways. It's got to go by uh, FedEx insured with over insurance, UPS uh, on some gold if you have a specific poly. Uh, UPS won't cover gold and silver without a, uh, what do you call it, an extra value policy by a, a third party. And then USPS, you, you know, United States Postal Service. Oh, and I'm not ruling out Costco. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, you're limited to one ounce gold bars. But here is the point the the you can only plead with so many people to say, if you watch the down detector, and you're watching B of A, Bank of America, or you're watching, you know, Hell's Fargo, or you're watching any of the top 12 banks, they're having problems on the weekend where people can't log in and they can't get uh, cash out of their ATMs. So what happens, Mike, the day that force majeure is declared? That means dollars everywhere are worth nothing. And well, that's it seems, the, go ahead. It seems to me that what you're implying here, so let me ask you about this, is that the events in the Middle East 
are going to lead to a series of actions that result in the collapse of the dollar. Absolutely. There's no way to put into numbers the total amount of debt. If you understand quadrillions of dollars, okay? I mean, that's a lot of money, you know, but not to this government, it just mints it. Getting back to Janet Yellen, she's terrified, and that statement is nothing more than political hypnosis, okay? We can't even pay the debt on our national debt. And so, so uh, excuse me, the interest on our national debt. And somehow we can fight all these wars. What happens if you're a, a, a carrier group captain or admiral, I guess it would be, and you pull into some port to, uh, you know, uh, if they're not dealing with nuclear fuel or, you know, any of the tender ships and stuff, and nobody wants your American dollars. What happens to the American servicemen overseas when the whole world turns on it? And by the way, in my opinion, France and Germany at some point uh, Germany especially is going to leave NATO. France has always been kind of on a fringe of friendship basis with NATO. And their country is already overtaken, overrun. And in essence, now France is saying, if you get caught riding, we're shipping you out. You know, where are they going to ship them to the Mexican border with the United States? You know, or no, I, no, ship them, ship them to New York. Well, but you're right. Germany has to leave NATO because Germany is going to need energy if it doesn't want to have a total collapse. And this will only be exacerbated oh. by an, an OPEC embargo or an Iran embargo on energy exports. I mean, Germany could just suffer total collapse. Oh. One of the biggest companies in the world is in Germany, BASF, okay? And, and they make the, the, the biggest company in the world. And the bottom line is, is they need energy and they're looking for another country to lead or another country to leave Germany for and looking for a country to move to because they can't afford the energy prices. And everything is built on something that BASF, you know, there might be uh, 5% of products that don't use something that's built in Germany. But here's the deal. The deal is, is that at the end of the day, Mike, everybody is going to go into their self-sufficiency uh, and self-reliant mode. And, and what can the United States do? They watched the, I believe, designated failure in the Ukraine, and now some idiot in NATO saying, well, I, we're gonna stand with them, give them another 50 billion. It's almost like magic money being pulled out of a rabbit's hat or a magician's hat, and, and instead, instead of pulling out you know, billions of dollars, they're just getting stuck with a bunch of rabbits, okay? Yeah. And so, so they're gonna absolutely, have to pull away from NATO. And NATO is a dead organization. Sure, they can come together and rattle their swords. And obviously, you know, they'll fight the Russians down to the last Ukrainian. It's been said, Steve. yeah, Israel will fight the um, Arabs down to the last American. But the point is, is that we are dealing with prophetic warfare and the majority in America. My guess is really, I think I, I talked to Michael Yan about this too and said, how many people are aware, but more importantly, Michael, how many do you think even care? See, the, the awareness probably is in a couple percent that care, the, those who care, uh, I don't know what you say, Mike, but I would say it's sub 1%. Yeah, it, it's really incredible. In fact, I want your reaction to this about, I've noticed so many conservative influencers and conservative publishers and channels are all in for genocide against Palestine right now, and including people who are pro-life, and they claim to be pro-life. I, I can't understand it. Like, 
they, they say, well, all children matter. All lives are sacred. All children are children of God. And then I say, including Palestinian children? They're like, no, murder those children. And I'm like, how, how can you live with yourself? If you're pro-life, you got to be pro-life everywhere. Yeah, yeah. For instance, the inconsistency of that position is vomitous, horrific, and disgusting to me, okay? And by the way, there's a lot of Palestinian Christians, too. That's true. And, 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 the, and, and the idea is you do not stop wars by continuing to promote hate. When the Israeli spokesman said, you know, and again, I got to go here, these are animals, I thought, you know, you should know your own history. Never again? Or is it, we'll try it again? And, <laughs> right. and remember, Israel, uh, I think, had, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but the highest vaccination rate of all vaccines and boosters of any nation in the world per capita. Oh, yeah. There, there was a vaccine holocaust committed by the Israeli government against its own people long before Hamas attacked Israel. So, so who wants, who wants, here's the big, the, the multi-million dollar, no, let's call it multi-quadrillion dollar question, because it's two Qs, quadrillion question. The bottom line is, who has the most to gain? It's really obvious. The Antichrist and the elitist hordes that have uh, uh, pledged their allegiance to Lucifer want that whole area prepared for their coming king, little K, and it isn't Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus made an amazing statement. He said, he's talking to the Jews of his day, I came and you received me not, meaning Jesus. Another will come claiming to be me and him you will receive. Right. So what people have got to understand, this is basic Bible, but what's what's happening, it's happening before your eyes. It doesn't matter if you're atheistic, agnostic. I mean, it matters to your eternal destination, uh, you know, eternal life or damnation. But what matters is, is you cannot deny the fact that this is taking place. And, and, and God himself says that Jerusalem, he makes it a cup of trembling, and he will trouble those who trouble themselves with Jerusalem. You know, it, it's pretty tough to figure out, uh, you know, what is so important about this little strip of land. It's because when Jesus returns, that he's returning to that area. And the devil says, not if I can help it. And the yeah. Lord says, you know, you won't be able to stop it. But in the meantime, the innocence, when I hear, you know, I see those little Palestinian kids just ah, bloody gory. And see, that's why Palestine, the Palestinians, that hospital, Baptist hospital was too important to them. They're always having problems. They didn't blow it up themselves. And by the way, Mike, it wasn't a missile. It was a JDAM. It was a bomb. It was uh, it, uh, JDAM has a fin assembly that makes an acoustic signature yep. different than any other missile. Okay. Yep. Some, I think it was an airburst bomb. Yeah. Yeah. But some some little kid got that sound. The JDAM is a tail fin assembly, and it has the ability you can control a dumb <laughs> a dumb munition, uh, and you can turn it into a smart right. And, and, and again, there was nothing to be gained from the Palestinians doing it to themselves. Listen, the truth is the truth. If it's inconvenient, I can't explain people that are pro-life and want to kill little Palestinian kids. That pisses me well, off. Well, I've seen, I mean, I've even seen Joel Pollack, the editor at Breitbart, just all out calling, just kill them all, essentially. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he said. And I, I was astonished. I couldn't believe it. I thought that 
Bless you there. Um, Thank you. I thought that people who had conservative principles, pro-liberty, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, pro-self-defense, that the, they would think that those principles are universally applied to all human beings, but they don't. They, they pick and choose when they want to have them. And that, that means they're not principles at all. And they're just running around as basically gang members or tribe members arguing for their tribe, but kill everybody else. I, I'm just, I'm astonished. I'm, I'm so disappointed in humanity right now. And now I know for sure the end of the world is coming because I look around at the, at the people that I thought were principled and they're not, and they're begging for suicide, basically. It is suicide, but it turns into genocide, okay? Yeah. And that's, that's what I want everybody to understand. Mike, the, the sole, if you will, the sole basis of all we warn about of all we share, of all the evidence, of all the rationale, of all the thinking. You've got people, in my opinion, that are demon-possessed. They are literally fallen angels, and they want to kill human beings as fast as they can, any way that they can, to absolutely make us, you know, uh, humanicus extincticus, okay? Right. And, and that, you know, and that's not pig Latin, that's bastardized Latin. So the point is, is that what we're talking about right now is the fact that it's inconsistent. You know, it's inconsistent to have have suffered under the most, uh, uh, in my opinion, the Nazi regime. And, you know, I wrote the book, Empire Beneath the Ice, how the Nazis won World War II. And people say, oh, they didn't. Don't you know your history? I said, you watch. My title of my book will come into focus. And yes, they did win World War II. And now what are we dealing with? We're dealing with the same Dr. Mengele attitude that is absolutely uh, present, was present in the Nazi world, and now it's being lived out in the Middle East, you know? And, yeah. and if, I were, if I were any, a father loves his kid just as any much, uh, an Arab father loves his kid probably less than Americans. I'm not talking about jihadis, but at the end of the day, everybody just wants to pretty much be left alone. The the demonic entities and government will not let you be alone. If yeah. you're a little boy in America, you can't be a little boy in America anymore. You have to be an it in America. If you're a little <laughs> girl, you can no longer be a little girl. You have to be some form of transgendered, uh, biologically mutilated anomaly. No, and so, no, so let's just say this, our nation, that used to be one nation under God, is now no nation under God, in my opinion. We are a divided nation, house divided, cannot stand, Jesus said it, and we are a nation that no longer values life. Of course, we sat silently as baby after baby was butchered, and then you in the health industry know, and, and since I first knew you for a long time, or obviously was aware of you before we started doing podcasts and broadcasts together, you were talking about xenoestrogens and plastic. Yeah. You were talking about the chemical emasculation of the male because of what's in the water. And then not only that, but all of the, uh, if you will, you're watching the end of the birthing ability of the white race. I'm not a racist, but I'm telling you, I'm a realist. And now you've got, I remember a very famous quote from one of the, I believe it was an Iranian uh, backed Hezbollah, or it may have been Hamas, it didn't matter, he said, we can at least procreate. You Americans can no longer bear children. He was a little more graphic than that, and, you know, we'll leave it where I just Steve. said it. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> the bottom line is, that's true. 
Show me the birth rates after the vaccination. You know, absolutely how freaking dare those murderous bleep bleep bleepers absolutely could care less about kids, of course, unless it's their kids. This has been genocide from from these governments. The Israeli government, the U.S. government have been carrying out genocide against their own people. And now in some cases against other people as well. Steve, we're out of time. Uh, We'll have to have you back soon. Just on our introduction. I know it feels like (laughs) it, doesn't it? Uh, But we'll have to have you back soon. Talk again. I just want to remind everybody, stevequail.com is your website. And also our sponsor today is beready.com, or I'm sorry, beready123.com, which is... critical. It's critical, beready123.com and sat123.com. Mike, because we know what the plan is for now, the terrorists on the electrical grid. Tina's got some of those packages at beready123.com, 30 and 40% off. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to have it. When you have the ability to communicate and you have the ability to turn on a little light in the darkness, you know, yeah. it may not be in the political realm, but in your home, it will mean the difference between life and death. Be ready, 123.com, sat 123.com. <laughs> well said. Yeah, you got to recharge the batteries for your optics, too, for your night vision and so on. So, uh, Steve, thank you for joining me today. And uh, I, I know you joined me in saying, God bless everybody. Let's call for peace. Let's call for de-escalation. Otherwise, we are we are all going to suffer tremendously in the years ahead. And the people of Israel may suffer the most of all because they, they may lose their country. That's where this is headed if we don't de-escalate. So thank you, Steve, for joining me today. Thank you, Mike. All right. Take care, Steve. And thank all of you for watching today. Of course, this is Brighteon.com. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon. And you can repost this interview and share it everywhere that you can. Thank you for watching. Thank you for caring about the future of our world And remember, the only path to ending human suffering is to stop the violence, call for peace, call for diplomacy, and learn to live with each other. That's it. Everything else is just a path to suicide. Thanks for watching. God bless you all. Take care. We thank you for your support, especially as we're in such an urgent time for humanity right now. Everything is at stake, and tremendous human suffering is present and haunting us as events unfold seemingly beyond our control. It is critical to maintain good nutrition during this time, especially as high stress tends to suppress immune function. And it is critical to support us in this mission as we call for humanitarian peace and de-escalation in the hopes to avert World War III. And one way you can do that, help yourself and help us, is at healthrangerstore.com. And I've got a couple of products to mention here today. We have back in stock now the Fermented Super 30, which is uh, on my desk here. This is a combination of 30 amazing superfoods representing thousands of phytonutrients and then fermented to help release those nutrients for increased bioavailability. That's available right now at healthrangerstore.com. And then we, we also have Hemp Juvenate, as you can see in the canisters there. This is available right now on our website. It's made with organic hemp protein powder, which is a very nutrient-rich source of protein, organic chia seeds, clean chlorella SL powder, cordyceps mushroom powder, which, as you know, is a really invigorating mushroom, organic reishi powder, another medicinal mushroom, chaga, shiitake, turkey tail powder, maitake, and other, including lion's mane powder ingredients, and lohankwa, which is a natural sweetener as well. So... All this available in Hemp Juvenate. 
It's extremely nutrient dense as a superfood. You can blend it into other uh, recipes and smoothies. It goes nicely with avocados and chocolate, by the way. It goes really well with chocolate. Try it with chocolate and bananas or peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, it goes quite well. So you can check out all of these and much more at our website, healthrangerstore.com. We've got hundreds of products in stock that all help support your health, your immune system, even look the Terraquant Portable Cold Laser, which I have used, and many other products to choose from, Coco Energize. And we thank you for your support as we work to try to avert World War III and to help save as many members of the human race as we can. That's what this is all about. Thank you for your support.